Hey gang! Scooby-Doo's or Scooby-Don'ts is funded by Patreon. Join for early access to special bonus episodes and exclusive material, including the upcoming Scooby-Doo Book Club. Joining is the best way that you can be a part of shaping the material we produce, and we are super thankful to everyone who contributes. Thank you to David Green, Kyle Michaud, Katie Maxwell, Jordan Ferguson, Pablo Corden, Matthew Bang, Blake Sawyer, Ashley Martinez, Dan Reed, Gabriel Pesek, Toj, Jade Core, Wynn Richport, Samuel Chesser, Bradford N. Smith, Page on Gaming, and Alicia Harper for funding this episode. Welcome to Scooby-Doo's or Scooby-Don'ts. The original podcast that painstakingly goes through all Scooby-Doo media in search of those two Scooby-Doo absolutely, or Scooby-Don't under any circumstance. I'm your host, Amelia. And I'm your host, Billy. And we're watching Season 1 of the Lego Web Shorts. Now, our last episode I wanted to keep under 20 minutes and it, it went over. This one, surely it's we can keep It's going to be an hour or so because it is our longest marathon of stories we've ever done. This is eight separate Scooby-Doo tales of mayhem and mystery, each with their own set of characters, minor mentions. We're going to go in-depth to villains and terror scale. And you know what? We might, we might even sing some songs and play some games along the way. Each episode is a minute. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Each episode is a minute. <laughs> yeah, which is nice. I, I like this. This is a new format. I don't think we really know exactly how this episode is going to go. We have taken notes for each episode that are just specific notes. We haven't done any character development. Yeah. We're not going to get into any villains. Locations are a moot point. Musical direction, general thoughts and feelings. None of that. We I have mean, notes for episodes. We could talk about some things in general at the end. I'm not going to. Well, then. I'm just going to leave the room. I guess <laughs> you can finish be a up. a lot of me just soloing out here. Okay. Well, let's get it started, Amelia. Our first short is the Tag Sale Clue. Now, this episode was produced separately from the other seven. This is very much a pilot for the Lego Web Shorts. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> they piloted playing with Legos. They've never done this before. We've never had a Scooby-Doo pilot, which is entirely separate from the main series. Maybe in practice they have. I can see that happening. But... In terms of something that feels totally separate for everything that comes after, this is different. It's made by an entirely different studio, Brotherhood Workshop. All the other shorts are going to be made by Stupid Buddy Studios. Stupid Buddy, you may know from a little show called Robot Chicken. But what happens here in the tag sale clue? Daphne buys a large framed photo, mm -hmm. picture rather, it was an, like an oil painting, at a yard sale. For $100! The smallest possible increment of money. For Daphne Blake, I guess so. Yeah. This is a yard sale. She's still very rich. Overpaid. Um, as they're taking the painting over to the mystery machine, 
Shaggy drops it. Uh-oh, he's a Butterfingers. But the frame breaks into a bunch of different Lego pieces, and they use the medium really well. Shaggy rebuilds that frame into a couple wacky things. He's trying to rebuild the frame, I would say, not that he's just building other wacky objects. Okay, so objects. You, you think that he thinks he's building a frame right then. He's trying to build a frame. He doesn't think that the duck he makes is a no, frame. he looks at that and is ashamed. As we all should be. He ends up making a house, a duck, and some sort of weird totem yeah. <laughs> type object. I, I feel like even Shaggy didn't know what that was. Because you kind of saw him in the background going like, Huh? 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 That, by the way, is the most dialogue you get from anybody in this short. Yeah, the pilot's not voiced. It is all completely like, so it's like a Nintendo game. Yeah, and it's and it's not the voice actors either. Those did not sound like the correct, especially for Scooby. That was not Frank Welker for Scooby in the first episode. The painting comes out of the frame though, and they see that it leads them to a bunch of different mysteries, including a mummy, a haunted tree, the headless horseman, and you can tell it's the one from the Scooby Doo. Uh, show or mm -hmm. whatever season it was in that because of the plane in the background yes that it's their specific headless horseman uh there's a lighthouse ghost and the, a vampire's castle now this short really just seems like an ad for the lego play sets that's all this is it's like they see a map and it's like oh look at all these different play sets you could buy possibly we could go here and have some adventures. And it, the whole thing ends with Velma rebuilding the frame into a key. That I, I don't know. I want to say that that was a guitar. A guitar? <laughs> she built a sick guitar and Fred takes it and starts shredding. Well, <laughs> I like that. I like that better. I was going to say it's a key that Fred then holds up to you as if like, join us. This is the key to adventure. Join us in the world of Lego. And we do, in episode two. Donuts save the day. In which Shaggy has a motorcycle with a sidecar. <laughs> yes. And then he does donuts in it. That's it. Shaggy and Scooby apparently were starting in media res because Shaggy and Scooby are already running away from some monsters. But they've driven their motorcycle and sidecar into a warehouse where a whole bunch of new monsters await them. Oh my god, what are they gonna do? Run them down on a motorcycle. <laughs> oh wait, no, do a donut and they all get a little dizzy. Is it Scooby who says that like he, he could go for donuts right now? Yeah, And because then... the monsters look hungry, so am I. Ronuts! <laughs> that gives Shaggy an idea, and I have to say... I love the little Lego light bulb. The one Lego piece lit up as a light bulb. Beautiful. And so, yeah, they do donuts around the monsters. They circle, 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 drive them all into the middle through the power of centrifugal force and <laughs> knock their masks off. And I do want to say, uh, along with the light bulb, Scooby's little riding goggles are adorable. And this one is voiced. You get, the, you get Frank Welker as Scooby, you get Matthew Lillard as Shaggy, and Fred even pipes up for a cameo as Frank Welker. What you said was just nonsense there. All you had to say is that they are voiced. They are voiced. 
episode three. Doorway debacle. This one has the headless horseman chasing them through doors. Also the Black Knight, very briefly, but it's mostly the headless horseman. Yeah, it's it's your classic hallway chase. It seems very odd to me that they chose the headless horseman as one of the main Lego set villains. Like they just wanted to make a pumpkin head. Do you think yeah, I was gonna say, do you think maybe they already had the pumpkin sculpt and so that was just a lot easier? Probably, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a very nice room that they're in. It is a larger room than I think you would get in the playset that you see from the exterior, but that's fine. You need more room to actually play around in for the stop motion. But it really reminds me that, like, this isn't CGI. This is something that someone built, and I really like it. This whole short actually uses the medium probably better than a lot of the other ones, because the way that Shaggy and Scooby get through this hallway chase is to move where the doors are built. Yeah, they've been running through doors, doing their old shtick for what seems like forever, according to Shaggy. So he wrenches some doors off the wall, puts one on the ground, one immediately above it on the ceiling, and portals the Headless Horseman in an unending loop of horror as he just falls and falls and falls. I wrote this down here. They build one door on the floor and one on the ceiling, to make the Headless Horseman fall forever, portal style. Now that's what I call an exit strategy. You've killed that You've man, Jackie! With your, your control of physics. Episode 4. Ghoul on Wheels. Opens with the ghost and the gang riding bikes. Yes. On the beach. I love this. Which has got to be the worst place you can try and pedal a bike. (laughs) That's true. I didn't think about where they were actually bicycling. I just loved the look of that old lighthouse keeper pedaling on a bike, and then you see the rest of the gang on a bicycle built for six. Six? Yeah. There's only five gang members. One, two, three. Oh, yeah, you're right. Who, who's this sixth member of the gang that is... Also, Scooby wasn't pedaling. He was just hanging out on the back of the bike. So okay. it's a bike built for four. I've added two seats to this bike unnecessarily. Yeah, They're you sitting have. vacant. <laughs> uh, Fred throws a net in this short. And it is a small string net. It is adorable. It is perfect. It goes on the lighthouse keeper. They unmask him. It's Verona Dempsey yes. from the What's New Scooby-Doo episode where they are in Wisconsin. They call her the International Importer, which is technically true, but puffs her up a lot more than the episode itself did because she just ran a shop downtown. Yeah, that wasn't a lot of, like, crime that she was doing. Well, she was, like, sinking ships mm. so that her ships were the only things coming in. Technically, she was importing. She right. just, when you say international importer, you assume, like, billionaire tycoon. Yeah, a lot of the times, importing is not illegal. Many people do importing. It's how goods from other countries get here. This episode also, I believe, is the first time that we hear Kate Micucci as Velma. I'm pretty sure that's her. It's 
You know what? It's it, definitely not Mindy Cohn. It could be anyone. They just throw fucking anyone into Velma's voice role whenever they feel like it. That's been Scooby-Doo I'm, for years. I'm gonna miss you, Mindy. Yeah. When I think of Scooby-Doo's Velma, it's Mindy. What did we watch literally before this? Not my friend Scooby-Doo. Kiss. What? Kiss? So, Velma walking off through those gates, mysteries possibly being real, but Shaggy and Scooby deciding... That no, we shall let Velma continue to believe in science and skepticism is how we end Mindy Cohn's Velma. Good for you. Although I do believe she cameos in the Lego movie too. But we won't be covering that. Episode 5. The Getaway. This episode is about making a break for it before the mystery is solved. They run away. Yeah. Since like, when does the Scooby gang do this? Maybe this is like early in the mystery when they're just trying to do some reconnaissance. Like it's, we're only getting glimpses of all of these stories at different points in the plot. So this is like in act one. They've just gone to the museum. There's a spooky mummy. They're like, shit, we're not ready for this. <laughs> Let's sneak out. But then... A mummy is, like, the least prepared you can be <laughs> for a monster. Like, you don't need any special equipment. He's just a heap of dry bones. Kick him down, and you're good. You don't need silver bullets. You don't need a stake. But this one gets the best of them. This mummy jacks their ride. Yeah, they At get... the end, the mystery machine is stolen. They get jacked by a 3,000-year-old mummy. Now... How does he know what the clutch is? Personally... I feel robbed because I would watch the full episode where a mummy steals the mystery machine. Yes, of course you would. This feels That's like a it's a brilliant legitimate. episode. It's a great one. <laughs> so if, if I'm going to nominate any of these stories for expansion, it is going to be The Getaway. And here's what you would call it. My mummy, colon, the car. <laughs> Everyone knows my mother, the car reference. They do. Oh, it was a great series starring the late, great Don Knotts, I believe. Episode 6. Creaky Creepout. The weakest of the batch. Yes. It starts off very strongly. We get a low-angle shot of the clock tower. We see some zombies come in the foreground, and Shaggy and Scooby are running away from these zombies. The zombies make some very convincing sounds. Yeah. It, it, it truly sounded like a monster was having trouble breathing because their lungs were decaying on the inside of them. And then, out from behind the forest where Shaggy and Scooby are hiding, comes this massive tree monster. Yep. Not a dryad. This is a big robot. This this is an evil dead tree mm -hmm. that I've never seen in an episode of Scooby-Doo. Yes. So someone just thought, well, what can go with the zombie? I don't know. Evil dead tree. A big tree. <laughs> He's got a, an evil face. And Shaggy and Scooby see him. They say, let's make like a tree and leaf. And that's it. This I nominate for the weakest Scooby-Doo story in the canon! <laughs> Episode 7. 
Impossible Imposters. This one is fabulous. Yes. This one is all about ripping off each other's Lego heads to see who's under all these masks. We start with the villain's mask coming <laughs> off. Velma pulls it off. Underneath the villain's mask is Velma herself. Yeah. This so is confusing. Daphne says, who are you? Pulls off Velma's head and it's Daphne under there. Daphne's head comes off and it's Fred. Fred's head comes off and it's Velma. But wait, Amelia, we've already unmasked someone to be Velma. What's going on? Velma as Fred is then unmasked to be a big Bob Oakley, the master disguise. Shaggy is having a bad trip here, <laughs> he's man. Fucking he's fucking freaking out. He's no way, man, no way. <laughs> I loved this one. Again, this is my favorite. It is a great use of the medium of Lego. It actually used that to do something a little differently than you would normally do. And Big Bob Oakley? Hell yes, you had a backup plan. You had someone you were going to impersonate. And if that wasn't ready, you had another mask underneath. <laughs> you thought ahead. You planned for contingencies. Not enough Scooby-Doo villains planned for contingencies. Episode 8. Trick and treat. This one's also quite good. I, I, I'm kind of saying that dismissively. It's only because it's coming off the heels of that very fun episode. Uh, but in this one, they know they're at Dracula's mansion. The gang need to know if Dracula's home. And so they have Shaggy and Scooby go up and ring the doorbell. To trick or treat. Yes. And it is Halloween. So that's at least appropriate. Yep. They're trick-or-treating for triple-decker sandwiches. Because Daphne's just like, go on, guys, I hear he's got triple-decker sandwiches. Like, that's his what? Halloween treat he's handing out. If you were a child... <laughs> you got a, <laughs> you, you a got pastrami a, sandwich yeah, Just your... like a saran-wrapped sandwich <laughs> chucked into your candy bag. <laughs> In the year of our Lord... 2015! <laughs> it reminds me, I don't know if you've ever seen those cursed images of um, people leaving out candy for trick-or-treaters. Right. But instead of candy, one of them's a bowl of scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the other one... <laughs> if you didn't want scrambled eggs, you could help yourself do a Sprite in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> Like, like loose <laughs> liquid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Dracula's, a, I think this is why they're trying to arrest Dracula. Is for giving out sandwiches on Halloween. Shaggy and Scooby are loving it. And they continue to ring that doorbell over and over in different costumes. We get to play dress up and that's fun. I especially love Shaggy as a dinosaur. It's between dinosaur and chicken to me. Shaggy had great costume potential. Scooby, due to the limitations of the Scooby Lego piece. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could tell a couple of those hats were, like, gingerly balanced on top <laughs> of him. Uh, but overall, another very strong episode to end the season. The full season being watchable in less than ten minutes. Yep. If you have that amount of time, who does? And, I mean, the, these went on. They were released pretty much weekly uh, between August and October of 2015. Just a fun thing to put out there. As our usual stack count, 
what were your top three favorite episodes from this season? Um, episode seven was top. Yeah. With the imposters. The mummy, getting jacked by a mummy in episode five. Very good. And, uh, I'm gonna give it to episode four with Verona Dempsey mm. as my third. See, I'm torn here because I really liked what Doorway Debacle did. But it was very Shaggy and Scooby on their own. So I think I will give it to Impossible Imposters. Trick and Treat was very fun, just while we talked about it. And The Getaway. Because I want to see mummies steal the mystery machine more often. At least once a year that should happen. <laughs> Fred drops to his knees. How does this keep happening to me? <laughs> it's like their Halloween tradition. <laughs> They have a nemesis now. So, uh, do you have anything else to say about this first season of Lego Web Shorts? I think these are excellent. You know, they're short and sweet, and at a minute long, you can easily say it's a joke per minute. And that's a very good ratio for Scooby-Doo. Nothing outstays its welcome. I feel like our biggest complaints all the time are like, this is too long, it dragged out. It tried to do too many things. This is a hammer and nail situation. And the hammer hit the nail right on the head. I will also say I really like the animation. Like, I love the stop motion animation and the builds. Like, the fact that someone made these environments. They sat there and they built a little house for them to be in. That's great. I am excited to see the next season. Coming in 2016. Yes. <laughs> then I guess all that remains is to give it a Scooby-Doo or a Scooby-Don't. Scooby-Doo absolutely. Scooby-Doo absolutely. These are on YouTube for free. Go watch them now. You probably should have watched them before the episode. That way you'd know what we're talking about. Well, <laughs> if we're done here, I guess you can reach out to us on Twitter. I'm at the Billy Seaguire. Amelia is at Fatal Amelia, and we can be found collectively at Scooby underscore Dews. You can also find all our old episodes streaming on our WordPress, Tumblr, and YouTube, all under Scooby Doos or Scooby Don'ts. We have a Patreon page, and I have my own personal YouTube channel under Fatal Amelia. I feel like we didn't talk a lot about things in this episode. And? And I don't know. Was there anything we could dig into more? No. No? Stop trying to do this! You can riff for like half an hour Fuck on- Fuck you! <laughs> and on that note- That's it from Scooby-Dooby-Us! To Scooby-Dooby-You! Shut your whore mouth trying to make me do more work. <laughs>